Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. ESPN NBA insider Jay Williams joins Wolf and Luke to talk NBA and the Suns. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. We're joined now on the Arizona Sports Line by the co-host of uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN. Jay Williams is on the line. Jay, what's going on? I'm doing well. Sorry I was a little bit late. I was uh, participating in my daughter's recital at her school singing Kwanzaa, which you can only imagine was one hell of an event. So I apologize. That's, you don't have to apologize, but that's a pretty good reason. Um Jay, let's uh, – we got to start with whatever happened last night. The Suns, the Mavericks, you know, Dallas has got a great player, obviously, but they're right around a 500 team, and yet every time they play the Suns, the Suns look like they forgot how to play basketball. Did you ever in your playing time have an experience like this where just one team seems to have your number? I mean, yeah, a lot of players have. I mean, ask Patrick Mahomes about Joe Burrow, right? <laughs> uh, it, it's These are little things that – and it's always fascinating to me because the way Luca gets Devin Booker engaged and they're back and forth. And, you know, look, sometimes teams are just bad matches. But, you know, here's the thing about Dallas that I get worried about is that I was literally asking Tim Legler today on our show, what's the difference between Luka Doncic right now and primetime James Harden? And there really isn't any. So I, I think as it relates to the regular season, like, and I know what happened last year. Like, I don't put too much credence into uh, this part of regular season, especially considering the amount of players that are out for the Suns, right? And look, the reality is Luka's a very special player. This game got away, but I do think if the Suns are completely healthy, you won't see what you saw last year, frankly. If they're healthy. Yeah, Jay, when you think of the Phoenix Suns, why don't you just, you know, I'm going to lay you down. You, you, you go ahead and sit down on the couch, and I say Phoenix Suns to you. What, what do you think of? What's the first thoughts that you have? I think it's collective. And I think it's team, actually. Um, here are a couple of things, Will, Freddie. Number one, DeAndre Ayton, Player of the Week. Mm-hmm. You have Devin Booker, Player of the Month. You have Monty Williams, Coach of the Month in the Western Conference. James Jones gets a promotion. You have five games in eight nights, okay? And you guys are about to hit this crazy stretch that we talk about all the time in the league. It's like the holiday season, right, with guys like CP3, Cameron Johnson, guys, Torrey Craig being out. It, it's about how do you continue to tread water and find different ways to win. And I, I will say this. I know so much of the MVP talk will be around, you know, Luka Doncic and company and, and what Steph is doing and other players. But Devin Booker has 681 points in 26 games, man. That's a Phoenix Suns record, okay? And he's like one or two percentage points off of 50, 40, 90. The, the load he's carrying right now is exactly what you want to see from your star player. And staying in games and finding ways to win games. I, I think that's the biggest thing all you can do. And you hope that you can continue this pace throughout this holiday season when guys take – you know, possessions off or guys spend time thinking about vacations with their family or getting to all-star break in that turn to make sure that you keep the boat afloat, frankly, Wolf, to get to a point where everybody gets back and everybody gets healthy. Mm-hmm. Talking to Jay Williams, uh, Jay, sort of along those lines, you mentioned Chris Paul. He has not played in a month, and I'm kind of wrestling with this. I think we all are. You know, Everybody hates load management, but you also got to be smart with Chris Paul considering what's happened to him in the playoffs the last few years. How would you handle a situation like that? 
Look, man, uh, we always, I get into this um, a lot of times doing media with different hosts around our network that say you're cheating the fan out of an experience. And um, just let me say that typically the people that say that have never played 82 games. <laughs> right? And it, I understand that fans are paying their money to see players play. But at the end of the day, Chris Paul has never won a world championship. And what's always been the knock on him is that when you need him the most, something happens. He gets hurt. So, I mean, let's be real here. Phoenix wants to win a world championship. Now, if you guys come in third or fourth in the Western Conference, we've seen the whole court, that's what you want to do. But this whole thing that, like, like the, the regular season, it, it, I'm not saying it's not meaningful to get your rhythm, to build chemistry, to understand who needs the ball when, and you have that fluidity with the team. But the reality is CP3 needs a little manager at this stage of his career. It's the same with LeBron James. Like you want these guys to be as fresh, but also to be hitting their stride when you need them to the most. And frankly, that's the second half of the year to get ramped up. So I, I take my time from CP3. I'm in constant communication with the organization. And we make sure that when we turn the all-star break, I start ramping it up and I get ready for playoff basketball. Because frankly, that's what your legacy is defined by. Yeah, you know what, Jay? I, I've been waiting to ask you this question. and Luke kind of touched on it already. But I, I need to be a little bit more clear and direct with you on this because I want to get your opinion there are two types of people in the world, those who believe in teams getting inside the heads of players and those that believe that teams can't get inside the heads of players. Which one are you on that one? Because, again, um, it's there's a lot of variables that are involved in this, but I want to know specifically which one are you. I am always the hunter. Well, I am never the hunted. Yes. And everything I do in my life, regardless of if I won a national championship my sophomore year, that blank never happened my junior year. Regardless of whether I was the first player in Chicago to get a triple-double since Michael Jordan, it never happened the next game. I think the, the teams that learn to attack instead of trying to repel attacks, those are the teams that have a mental and psychological advantage. I'm always the hunter. That is that is great, man. That is a good answer. I did not see that coming, my brother. Jay always surprises you with his yeah. answers. All right, uh, we're talking to Jay Williams. He's joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Jay, I want to switch gears to football here, and I want to ask you about a name that's just kind of been looming out there all season. Uh, Sean Payton, I'm assuming, is going to coach somewhere next year, and I'm, uh, there's always openings. What, what do you think about uh, his future? So a lot of people keep telling me that Sean Payton has a home you know, in that little Hermosa, Manhattan Beach area that's very close to San Diego. But I'm just going to tell you guys, from a couple of friends, uh, the thought of Sean Payton coaching a guy like Kyler Murray, even though I know it's been pretty turbulent around Kyler Murray and what some players have been saying about him in the media, but there, there is something that I keep hearing about the thought of what Sean Payton would be able to do with the offense, with the pieces. And if you, if you were to ask me, frankly, I would rather take the Justin Herbert opportunity over to Kyler Murray just because if that does go down that direction with Brandon Staley and then not being able to complete and make the playoffs due to injuries, like that might be an opening. But if you're asking me what the perfect fit for a guy like Sean Payton is, I just, I just think Arizona, continue what I keep hearing from people, watching the way Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler keeps throwing people underneath the bus. 
I, I just feel like that is the one authoritative figure that would demand and have the respect of Kyler Murray. And the team's offense would be transformed because I truly do believe with the talent on the Cardinals, you guys are one of the sleeping giants in the NFL, just not being competent enough to figure it out. You know, I would not uh, be surprised to see the Denver Broncos job come open <laughs> as well. I mean, there's a real possibility. What's that, Jay? I wouldn't be surprised to see that either, Wolf. I mean, I, it's, I, I can't imagine we're actually having conversations right now. And I, look, who knows where things will go, but can you play yourself out of the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I know. Have we ever seen this happen before? Wolf? I know. It's in, it really is incredible, Jay. It is. I, I, it's it's got to be something that has happened. Obviously, whether it's Russ or whether it's Hackett, I have no idea. But it is, man. It is something right now. If you're the ownership of the Denver Broncos, I, I, I don't know, man. You've got some decisions to make on that one. Also, the wolf. Like, here's one thing: when when guys like, like I listen to the Richard Sherman podcast all the time. There is like um, a, a weekly assault, like a weekly attack on Russell Wilson. Like I've heard Beast Mode talk about if I can't, Marshall Lynch, if I can't text you, I don't have a relationship with you. So when you, when you see people on the, on the sidelines, the defense, the defense player that came out like two weeks ago barking back at him, and you see the lack of productivity and that's going to touch them. Like, you're like, what, what, am, I, what am I watching? I it just feels like a lack of identity. Frankly, and if you don't have a sense of self uh, that you've been able to submit within the team structure, how can you ever lead others if you can't lead yourself? And that's where I find myself constantly questioning Russell Wilson. Like, what is the true? I know what the perceived character is, but adversity reveals character. And now I want to see how he leads, and it's not looking great at all. No, it is not. Jay, we appreciate the time, man, as always. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. All right, boys. Have a good day.